Welcome to this Trailblazers episode where we are joined by a true marketing pioneer of the blockchain world, Amanda Cassatt, the visionary behind the world's first Web3 marketing book, Web3 Marketing, a handbook for the next revolution. And of course, I have my printed copy and I have an audio book version too. This book has been a cornerstone, not only for me, but for many in the Web3 marketing space. I feel it does an exceptional job in explaining complex theories with stories and metaphors that makes understanding Web3 principles much, much easier than I I would say most uh, of what information is out there. I particularly liked your spaceship metaphor. Amanda's journey in blockchain began at Consensus, where she joined just a year after Ethereum's launch. As chief marketing officer from 2016 through 19, she didn't just witness the blockchain evolution, she helped shape it. Her leadership in crafting the narrative for Consensus and Ethereum propelled over 50 portfolio companies, including MetaMask and Gitcoin, into the spotlight. Her remarkable contributions earned her a spot on Forbes 30 Under 30 in 2016. And today, as the founder and CEO of Serotonin, she continues to innovate and inspire. I am thrilled and honored to have Amanda here with us today to dive deeper into her story and her vision for the future of Web3. Welcome to Trailblazers, Amanda. Thanks for having me, Dan. I appreciate being here. Okay, cool. So let's dive right in. I mentioned your book, Web3 Marketing, a handbook for the next internet revolution in the intro. Any plans to do a follow-up book? (laughs) When I wrote the book, I was desperate to make it evergreen. And how I did that was focus on the story of how Bitcoin and Ethereum and Web3 evolved in a way that makes them accessible to a lay reader, and then describe the different parts of the substrate of Web3 in a way that makes them usable by marketers to form their own marketing strategies. It's only about a third of the book where I go into the strategies that worked for us at Consensus, Mm -hmm. working on Ethereum, and also at Serotonin as models but not as constraints because I know the field of web three marketing is going to grow so much each cycle. And that as more marketers and as more marketing minds come into the space, they're going to get familiar with that substrate and they're going to use it in novel ways. So my goal wasn't to say this tactic, this tactic, and this tactic are the way to do things. My goal was to arm marketing minds with the information they need to come up with their own tactics. So I'm hoping that the book doesn't require a follow-up because it doesn't actually get outdated. Um, I want to write another book for sure, but it will probably be about slightly different subject matter rather than a follow-up to make the original book current because hopefully I've already written it in a way that doesn't require that. But a Chinese publisher has bought the rights to the book and to distribute it in Mandarin. And we're going to be doing a book tour in Asia next year. 
and meeting with a lot of the leading companies there, which goes along with our serotonin APAC office launch in Hong Kong and spending a lot of time not only there, but also in Singapore uh, and Seoul and Japan and also places with these incredible up and coming markets with lots of devs and entrepreneurs, like a, a number of major cities in India. We actually made our first hire in India today. I'm super excited about places like Jakarta, Manila, Kuala Lumpur, Bangkok. So we're, we're really going into those markets powerfully in the next cycle. No, that, that's exciting. I lived in Asia for 11 years, uh, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Singapore. Cool. Uh, cool. so, I have a, so I have a lot of uh, friends who are into the space there, and it's really, really quite exciting what's, uh, what's happening. Uh, Hong Kong, I think, uh, you know, I think out of all the cities I was uh, at in uh, uh, in Asia, I think Hong Kong is the city I enjoyed the most. So good, good selection, I think. Uh, it's so much um, fun. It's New York of the West, of the East. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Korea, you know, with like Zepetto and, and a lot of stuff. Uh, um, I, I do post very often on, on Asia just because... Uh, you know, I, I live there. So for me, it's exciting to watch and see how the space is uh, advancing, maybe even more so there than than in the U.S. It, it, it's hard to say, but uh, uh, it's quite exciting. So congratulations on that. I think that's a, a, a very good move. In. And uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody there will be excited to be able to, especially in China, be able to read the, uh, the Mandarin version. So cool. Thank so, you. We're really excited uh, about it. Yeah, you should be. You should be. It's uh, uh, you're going to have fun there. You're definitely going to have a lot of fun there. Um, so, how would you uh, characterize the last twelve months for both the Web three space and serotonin, and, and maybe even a little bit uh, for you personally? Sure. So, the last twelve months in the market, we're, we're speaking on. Gosh, what day is it? It's December 21st right now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, still 2023. This year has been a bear market year, uh, aka a builder's market year. Yep. Some people yep. say that term is a cope. I do not think so. I think that when you're in a face-melting bull market, it's pretty difficult to get actual feedback from customers to refine your product and get product market fit. And there's just a ton of noise. It can be really hard to hire talent. It can be hard to acquire companies. And so there's a game to play at the bottom and there's a game to play at the top. And having surfed a couple of these cycles, my hope is that at Serotonin, we now know how to play these games well. We know okay. how to sort of like <laughs> Aesop fables, shore up for winter, and we know how to grow during summer. So for us, while the markets had this pullback, we've actually been fair. We've been still growing uh, as as a business, as our own you know brand, and as our book of business has expanded. We've been able to keep that up, which I think has been really unique. Some of how we've done that is expanding into new geographies, expanding in Europe and in Asia, in addition to the states. Some of how we've done that is starting to work with larger partners in the Web2 space who are getting ready to enter Web3. Yep. Our first tentpole partner like that was Sotheby's, 
and we helped them really make a splash getting into Web3 in 2021, 2022. This year, we've started working with PayPal and Robinhood, and we're mm. in deep conversations with a number of the companies that are going to launch ETFs or hoping to launch ETFs. Uh, so that's some that's some alpha. And those folks, their interest in the space isn't dependent on crypto cycles because they've realized the future of payments, the future of fintech, it's on chain. And they understand that during that builder's market is the time to paddle out to the wave so that you're actually ready with the product when it's yep. time to, to surf it back in. And so that's our that's our real message to both Web3 startups and to Web2 companies that are getting into Web3 when it's a quieter moment, that's the time to do marketing. It's the time to break through. There's less noise. And it's also the time to go ahead and build your product, come up with that strategy so that when that moment happens, you're, you're really ready for it. There are so many companies that get started working at the very top of the cycle. And by the time they're ready to launch, the market conditions have changed. And it's such a timing-based industry that a lot of the conversations we have really have to do with how to time these things properly and something that we've learned ourselves and that's in our DNA. No, no. Uh, I, I think you uh, explained that quite well. I actually, I kind of like the bear market better because you could work without, like you said, it's like all the noise. You can just like bear down, get done what you need to have done without having to, again, deal with everything else. But it's, it's the bull markets are exciting too. That's when like all the work starts to pay off. So it's, uh, it goes both ways. So yeah. So uh, you, you've kind of gotten into it a little bit, but specifically for the Web3 marketing space, what are you most excited about over the next 12 months? I think there are going to be more social products and social five products that abstract the blockchain and that perform functions that look kind of like staking, but that present those functions like rewards programs or like games and conceal mm -hmm. some of the nitty gritty aspects of life on chain. I'm excited for those programs to proliferate because it means bringing more of the people that have digital assets into the true Web3 world where they can do DeFi but have it feel gamified or where they can do social in a Web3 way. We're seeing a lot of this social fi energy actually coming from APAC where people have a mental model who've interacted with WeChat for how value and social and messenger all coalesce into a product. And that's a mental model that a lot of people don't have yet in the States actually. And so we think there are gonna be a lot of really marketable moments and a lot of actual meaningful user growth driven by APAC, driven a little bit by EMEA and Europe on, on some of those kinds of platforms. Also excited for marketing the next wave of genuine technology innovation. I think we're going to see some cool new ZK uh, technologies come out. Alio is about to launch. So we're going to see ZK at layer one. We're seeing all kinds of layer twos implementing ZK. We're seeing you know Ethereum 
implementing ZK, I think that's a really novel and positive development for the ecosystem. There are also going to be some new DeFi primitives that are going to need marketing, messaging, explanation. I'm so impressed by what Eigenlayer has been doing with restaking, mm. for example. I think we're going to see more new primitives like that in this cycle. Real world assets on chain are going to come be a new thing that we want to explain to traders that you can hedge what you're investing in on chain. You can keep your value on chain and get into some hard assets, some commodities, real estate, treasuries. I think that's going to be super interesting. And then the institutions are coming with, with these ETFs. There's going to be a whole mm. new style of marketing. We're going to have a lot of private wealth managers speaking to their trusted longtime clients about the benefits of crypto and Web3. And we're also going to see them trying to appeal to Web3 native audiences like what we've seen with Fanac. So we get this fun juxtaposition of these brands that we know and love, the PayPal's of the world, the Robinhood's of the world, also the X of the world, who knows, you know, the BlackRock's of the world, seeing, seeing how they actually come into the market. It's going to be super fun. And on the pure marketing side of that, it just means that you know, each of these cycles tends to get bigger and bigger amplitude yep. and bring more people in. And that means you get to have bigger ads, broader messaging, bigger budgets, which means more creativity and more cool stuff. So we saw this ad from Coinbase get a lot of traction recently, and they're taking this you know, really thoughtful kind of doomery view <laughs> of, um, <laughs> of life in the States and how, uh, how crypto fixes that. I think it's interesting. Um, we saw uh, the, the Bitcoin is interesting ad with the, uh, the Dust Eckies most interesting man in the world. That was funny. And I think we're going to Yeah, that was cool. I, like, I love that one. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's an awesome answer. You're getting me super, super excited about next year now. It's like a lot of those things were in my mind, but now you're just like one after another, after another, after another. 2024 is going to be a fa fabulous year. And as we, so. as we, <clears throat> we're kind of like coming to the end of, of 23, but it seems like we're, it seems like uh, we're entering a, a bull market. And then, like you said, with like the ETFs and everything uh, uh, yeah, it, it's looking very promising, but I, I think the point that you made too, in regards to the tech, I think is quite important because to me at the end of the day, what, what is so, so important is like when someone's got a, let's say it's a Web3 concept or idea, it just needs to be a great experience for the user, whether it's Web3 or not. To me, it, it shouldn't even be important. It's just like, hey, you can look at all the cool stuff you can do with this particular app or whatever, and then people get into it. And the underlying technology isn't important, obviously, to the people building. But I think to the end user, if you have to use the tech, uh, and and sell it based on the tech, then it probably isn't a good uh, <laughs> an application for the most part. But uh, but yeah, that really really cool stuff. So now let's let's kind of go backwards. Now we we kind of took a a uh, uh, a step uh, into 2024. So if we go back in history, what inspired you to to leave Consensus and start Serotonin? Yeah, so when I started building a marketing department at Consensus, 
As CMO, I learned that the ideal marketing department, a mature marketing department, is a mix of full-time employees and agency partners. And at the time, I went looking for agency partners, and I found that I couldn't get quality ones that also really deeply understood blockchain and crypto in a Web3 native way. And I filed that away in the back of my mind and thought, perhaps if this all works out, I would go ahead and start something like that. After about four years at Consensus, my original mission, which had been to bring Ethereum and our products to the world, it felt like it was safe. Uh, And uh, there are a lot of people that wouldn't agree with that, that would say it's still not across the line and they have a fair point. But compared to where we started, which was zero, um, it it, it felt like we really checked off that zero to one movement (coughs) for for the ecosystem. And so I wanted to expand our purview beyond the consensus world. I noticed that there were a lot of other Web3 projects being built outside of that of that environment and wanted to bring the best practices that our team had spent seven years developing and honing to the next set of L1s, L2s, DAOs, DeFi, NFTs, and then Web2 companies coming into Web3. And those are the best practices that crystallized into the book. And those are many of the practices that we've used and that we've updated and evolved in the work that we do at serotonin today okay so uh got you a hundred percent i mean uh consensus mission accomplished right uh, <laughs> I mean, so uh from, from my perspective having having started when i did obviously there's a, there's such a long way to go for our whole ecosystem if you look at all of crypto as an asset class it's a tiny emerging asset class uh, but this yep. is just spoken as a radically zero to one kind of gal. No, no, and, and, and I totally get that. I mean, at, at the time you left, I mean, from my perspective, uh, I got into the space in 17. Ethereum, I mean, Ethereum and Bitcoin are the the standards, right? If you have to say, okay, there's two blue chips in the industry, it's it's Bitcoin and Ethereum. So, so when I say job done, it's like that's established, right? So let's get on to more fun stuff. So, so. So, and getting into that specifically, what sets Serotonin apart today from other Web3 agencies? So, we're the first, the biggest, the best in terms of Web3. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and then I think there are two perspectives. What sets us apart from the perspective of a Web3 native project? And that is the fact that we are native as well. Uh, We know how to talk to the Web3 community. We grew up there, literally. It's our bread and butter. You won't have to educate us about how to reach people. We know it well, and we know how to reach the folks outside of the industry that are willing to talk about something that has originated in this space to reach the audience that that project wants to reach. For the really big players... They often, you know, we're often competing with really big firms in just the world of marketing. We're not the first, the biggest, the best. We're small, we're new, we're scrappy. It's a different story. And our value prop there is that it's really hard for big agencies to build 
Web3 marketing teams, very few people have this knowledge. And once you have that knowledge, you want to come work somewhere like Serotonin, frankly. Um, and, and, and so we've actually been able to partner with rather than compete with some of those large agencies that have a Web3 component maybe to the work that they're doing with a large client. And so we end up getting brought into those projects and we're able to become some of these big companies, Web3 agency of record, a term we invented, <laughs> um, because they want to be sherpaed in by a, a native player who understands the ecosystem. When you're talking to folks in Web3 and you're a big company, you got to do it in a Web3 native way. That's strengthening to the existing ecosystem rather than diverting attention and resources. And that's something that we're specialized in. Cool, cool, cool. Get that uh, Web3 agency of record. Got that. <laughs> uh, so uh, last question, are there any initiatives that uh, you and Serotonin are working on that you feel could be a game changer? Yeah, um, I think that the, again, the, the, so the, the, the big players coming into um, Web3, that the major fintechs that have so much volume, the major investment institutions, I think that's going to completely change the game this cycle. I think ZK and being able to do private transactions on a public blockchain is a total game changer. Uh, I think that moving social and messenger into a context with digital native value is going to change how we interact with the internet in a really complete way. And we get to see a lot of these projects in their early stages when they come to us. And we know a lot of these launches are going to happen next year. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, thanks again, Amanda, for sharing your insights. If a brand is listening and wants to contact you, uh, for potential collaboration with Serotonin, how can they reach you? Absolutely. So check out our website at serotonin, spelled like the neurotransmitter, uh, .co. Um, there's a hello at serotonin.co contact or just email me. I don't mind if people have my email. It's amanda at serotonin.co. Also um, on X or Twitter or whatever people want to call it, it's Amanda Cassett, two S's, two T's, or amanda.eth feel free to get in touch. All right, cool. So uh, again, we're, we're at the very, very end of 2023. Happy holidays and wishing you a very, very successful and healthy uh, 2024. Same to you. Much appreciated.